0: Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio.
1: Now we know he stood in the office of the pastor. Why? He said, I'm the good shepherd. See the same Greek word translated shepherd, translated pastor. I'm the good shepherd. And so he stood in all five offices. I don't and you don't.
0: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, Plans, Purposes, and Pursuits by Kenneth e. Hagan. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagen's message.
1: For instance, look into Matthew's Gospel, the ninth chapter and the 35th verse concerning the ministry of Jesus and he went around about their villages teaching, number one, teaching in their synagogue, number two, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, number three, healing every manner of sickness and every manner of disease among the people. And so we know he he stood in the office of the teacher. Now we know he stood in the office of the pastor. Why? He said, I'm the good shepherd. See the same Greek word translated shepherd, translated pastor. I'm the good shepherd. And so he stood in all five offices. I don't and you don't. Uh, You'll find that the apostle will have a little bit of all of them, but he will not stand in the same place, of course, as Jesus did. Secondly, notice I said there are measures of anointing. Now notice this. John's Gospel, the third chapter, the 34th verse talking about the Lord Jesus Christ and he had the spirit it said without measure the spirit without measure that means that I only have the spirit by measure he had the spirit without measure now then I want you to turn to Hebrews with me for just a moment Hebrews the second chapter and I'm going to start reading with the first verse and read down through the fourth verse you follow me if you will please You have your Bible there I could quote most all of these scriptures, but I think I miss it sometime by doing it. It just runs off of people like water off of a duck's back. Now, let's start with the first verse of Hebrews 2. Therefore, we ought to give the more in his heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. For if the word spoken by, the, by angels was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward, how shall we escape? If we neglect so great salvation, which is the first began to be spoken by the Lord, that's Jesus, and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him. Well, that was confirmed unto us by the apostles, you see, them that heard him. God also bearing them witness. Now get this. God also bearing them witness, both with signs and wonders, and with divers miracles, and gifts of the Holy Ghost, according to his own will. Now you see you read that just like I did for many, many years. And you read gifts of the Holy Ghost and you thought he's referring to what is recorded in 1 Corinthians the 12th chapter. The gifts, we call them the Spirit, are manifestations of the Holy Ghost. He's not talking about manifestation of the Holy Ghost at all here. Now listen carefully. Over in 1 Corinthians the 12th chapter, start reading the seventh verse, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. For to one is given the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit. And on down through the nine manifestations. I always thought, well, that's talking about gifts of the Spirit. I don't know why I didn't notice, but I see here I'm preaching out of the Cambridge Bible, King James Translation. There's a little number two. There's a number two by the word gifts. I look over in the margin and find number two and it said GR, Greek. That means distributions of the Holy Ghost. Distributions of the Holy Ghost. They look in the Greek concordance and find out that there are four different Greek words translated gifts. This is one of them. It means distribution. In other words, God also bearing them witness with signs and wonders, with divers miracles and distributions of the Holy Ghost according to His own will. He distributed the Holy Ghost. None of them, none of the apostles or prophets or anybody else has the Holy Spirit without measure. Jesus did. It said the Spirit was given to him without measure. But you see, it's distributed to us to do what? To minister. He's talking about ministry. He's not talking about the, the the just the average believer or layman as we talk about it. He's talking about God used these men. See, bearing witness, he distributed the Holy Ghost to them. Hallelujah. According to his will. Distributions, plural, of the Holy Ghost. And so there are measures, that's what I wanted to get over to you, of of anointings now for instance let's go to the old testament for a proof text bible said the mouth of two or three witnesses you shall have a word to be established doesn't it but we've already given you two there's one that said he had the spirit without measure here's another that said god bearing witness using them you know bearing witness to them both the signs and wonders and divers miracles and distributions as he distributed the holy ghost to them they were able to stand in their office and minister now let's go back here to the old testament to second kings And you know the story as well as I do, but just look at it. Here are two prophets, one by the name of Elijah, the other by the name of Elisha. And you remember this, that uh, God had told Elijah to anoint Elisha to be prophet in his room, or we would say in his stead or in his place. And he had done that. Now, in the second chapter of 2 Kings, it says, And it came to pass, when the Lord would take up Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind, that Elijah went with Elisha from Gilgal. And Elijah said unto Elisha, Tarry here I pray thee, for the Lord has sent me to Bethel. And Elisha said unto him, As the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I'll not leave thee. So they went down to Bethel. And the sons of the prophets, now hold this in your mind, the sons of the prophets that were at Bethel came forth to Elisha and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Lord will take away thy master from thy head today? They had revelation. They are, lower. They are a lower class of prophets than Elisha was, or Elijah. But they knew that he was going to leave. And he said, Yea, I know it. Hold your peace. And Elijah said unto him, Elisha, tarry here, I pray thee, for the Lord has sent me to Jericho. And he said, As the Lord liveth, thy soul liveth, I'll not leave thee. So they came to Jericho. And the sons of the prophets that were at Jericho came to Elisha and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Lord will take away thy master from thy head today? They had revelation, didn't they? And he answered, Yea, Lord, I know it. Hold your peace. And Elijah said unto him, "Tarry, I pray thee here, for the Lord has sent me to Jordan. And he said, As the Lord liveth, thy soul liveth, I'll not leave thee. And they two went on. And 50 men of the sons of the prophets, I mean, they're just sons of prophets, probably learning to be prophets. Went and stood to view afar off, and they too stood by Jordan. And Elijah took his mantle and wrapped it together and smote the waters, and they were divided hither and thither, so that they too went over on dry ground. And it came to pass when they were gone over that Elijah said unto Elisha, Ask what I shall do for thee before I be taken away from thee. And Elisha said, I pray thee, let a double portion of thy spirit be upon me. A double measure, we would say of thy spirit, of the of the Holy Ghost that you're anointed with, be on me. And he said, notice the 10th verse, Elijah said, thou hast asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if thou see me when I'm taken from thee, it shall be so unto thee, but if not, it shall not be so. Well, we'll not go on reading, you know as well as I do, that he received a double portion. In other words, a double measure as a prophet the anointing to stand in the office of the prophet. So you can be more anointed or less anointed, it to stand in any office. And you'll have to stand in your office and, and minister according to the measure of the distribution of the Holy Ghost that's given unto you. Now let's talk just a little bit uh, about the ministry. We talked to some extent about the ministry of the apostle, but let's talk about the ministry of the prophet. Now we know this, Then, among other things, the prophet brings revelation. Let's notice in the book of Ephesians, in the third chapter of the book of Ephesians, and I'll show you where many times folks are missing. In the book of Ephesians, the third chapter, and I'm gonna start reading, well, with the first verse. For this cause I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, for you Gentiles. If you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which is given me to you, to youward. How that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery, as I wrote afore in few words, whereby when ye read you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ, which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men, as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. That was the revelation of the gospel of Jesus Christ that was hid in ages past. And some folks said, well, now that's their ministry, so therefore there's no more apostles and no more prophets. Well, now let's let's look again to 1 Corinthians, the fourth chapter, and we'll read the 15th verse first. For though you have 10,000 instructors, now remember, this is to the church at Corinth. You have 10,000 instructors in Christ, Yet have ye not many fathers, and that's what we need. For in Christ Jesus, I have begotten you through the gospel. Brought the revelation of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now turn to 1 Corinthians 9. Let's start reading with the 16th verse. For though I preach the gospel, but I wonder if there's the gospel he preached to the Corinthians, if there's any more revelation to come. No. I'm talking about the gospel. No, he preached the full gospel. I preach the gospel I have nothing to glory of, for necessity is laid upon me. Yea, woe is me if I preach not the gospel. For if I do this thing willingly, I have a reward. But if against my will a dispensation of the gospel is committed unto me, what is my reward then? Verily, that when I preach the gospel, I may make the gospel of Christ without charge that I abuse not my power in the gospel." Now I was writing that to the Corinthians, I want you to hold that in your mind. Now turn to 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter. This letter that he wrote to the Corinthians, the fourth chapter. Let's start with the first verse. Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we thank not, but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty. Every preacher ought to do that. Not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, committing ourselves to every man's conscience and the sight of God. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. Now what am I saying to you? You see, he had, Paul had already brought to them. He said, he uses the word revelation, the revelation of the gospel. Well, we we can't add to it. But now you turn to the 14th chapter of 1 Corinthians, and you see Paul writing to the church at Corinth said, let the prophets speak two or three, and let the other judge. If anything be revealed, there's that word revealed again. To another that setteth by, let the first hold his peace.
0: You're listening to Rayma for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. This month's special offer is the series you've been listening to today in book form. Plans, Purposes, and Pursuits by Kenneth E. Hagen. Plus the two-disc CD series, Decisions Determine Destiny by Ken Hagen. Both dynamic resources are just 1995. Call one faith 99
1: I guess we better get out of here. But before we go, I want to thank everybody that has partnered with us. Your partnership is so important without it. We could not do and accomplish what we accomplished. And if you happen to be new and say, hey, I like this. Well then, hey, just uh, just come on and, and partner with us. And you say, well, what's a partner? Well, that's somebody that just once a month, sometime during the month, sends in an offering whatever you can afford to send in to help us.
0: Men, are you ready for this year's Call to Arms Men's Conference this November 1st through 3rd? Don't delay. Go online now to RAMA.org and register for this dynamic conference exclusively for men. Join conference hosts Ken Hagen, Keith Hudson, and David Vasquez. This is one men's conference like no other. So register now and get here. Go to RAMA.org or call 918-258-1588, extension 2238, today. The cost is just $60. What are you waiting for? Register now. Tomorrow on ReMA for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, Plans, Purposes, and Pursuits. Thanks for listening to ReMA for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.